0: listening to Freshman Founders, a podcast for people who are interested in starting their first business and want to know how it really works. Whether you're a business major, interested in the startup lifestyle, or passionate about making a particular change in the world, this podcast is the one for you.
1: Hello, welcome to episode three of Freshman Founders. On the last episode, we talked about the questions that you need to answer in order to validate your business idea. Well, now that you've done that, it's time to think about the core strengths that you have and your weaknesses, and who you might
0: need to bring onto the team to kind of help you balance those out. So, of course, we always want to think about our strengths. Mm -hmm. But knowing your weaknesses is even more important. Yes. And you'll hear the term sometimes your greatest strength is your greatest weakness. But there's also things that you just suck at. 100%. And that's okay because you can find people that are the best of that. And then you're like a superhero team. Mm -hmm. Something that I always really think about is a presidential cabinet. I see that as kind of like a company. The president is that founder with that vision and that idea of let's move this country forward to X. Now, that's, you know, what they're trying for. Right. But this is our vision. And then they have this cabinet of members, of people who should differentiate from those views mm-hmm. so that they can all work together to get the best of the best outcome. Right. That's what you should be doing in your business. Totally. It's good
1: to have a team. So knowing what your strengths and weaknesses are, before really diving into this business is very important we have taken a long time channing and i to figure out what we're great at and what we suck at (laughs)
0: yes
1: (laughs) and fortunately for us it we do have very complementary strengths and weaknesses we're planning on it honestly no we really weren't we just got along and figured that works hey (laughs) well since we kind of have the same values and same vision of this company we probably would be good partners and we found that i'm really good at things that channing isn't so good at suck at completely suck at and she is so good at things that
0: i don't even know where to start with we should dive into a few of them you know because it's sometimes even hard to think like well what am i actually not good at but when we were thinking of how to even outline our roles we started with our natural strengths. The word natural is really important because it's, you know, what are you naturally drawn to in a, in your business or in your day-to-day? Because that's something that's going to be easier for you to do mm-hmm. day-to-day. So when I'm thinking of Mackenzie, I mean... Mackenzie is such a natural at, like, A&R, finding that great artist, seeing the projection and trajectory of that artist's capability, knowing what the music is going to provide, really that creative side. So it was kind of just like, okay, let's, let's put you over here. Mm-hmm. And then I don't even really know with me. I just was kind of like...
1: <laughs> Channing is good <laughs> at seeing opportunities and thinking big, you know, thinking where could we be in two years from now and how can I get us to that point of where we're trying to be? These are what, these are our goals and these are what we want to accomplish. How can I actually get us there? What are the steps that it's going to take and how am I
0: going to manage that process? So we kind of like put those things down on paper, but I mean a business is a lot. It's a lot more layers than just that. So as we got started, it was really important for us to communicate with each other and define like, hey, this seems natural to you. Or, hey, okay, this is feeling good. Like another thing that kind of, you know, we didn't know because we weren't, you know, really understanding technology before we jumped into this. But I started to realize, wow, Mackenzie's really good with communicating with our dev team on like customer reaction to the product. I personally hated it. It seemed so minute to me. I couldn't focus on it. And she was like, hey, this customer, it's not making sense to them. We got to change this. We got to do this. Our tech needs to look like this, X, Y, Z. And I was like, oh, thank God, because I can't focus on that. And Mm -hmm. it's okay to admit, you know, when you can't. And it was so awesome, though, that, like, that was something she kicked ass at because it was not making sense to me. And we are a tech company.
1: But neither of us are the technology co-founders. That doesn't mean we can't run a tech company. We just had to find the right people to do it for us. So we manage our tech team, our CTO and developers. But we aren't the ones actually building the code. But technology is kind of a whole thing on its own. It's It literally is its own language. And you have to learn how to talk to those people, those mm-hmm. developers, and communicate what it is that you
0: want to get them to build it. Absolutely. And, you know, there's two sides to the equation when bringing on team members. So you have to think about, okay, what are they actually capable of? You know, can this developer produce what he's saying he can? Mm -hmm. And you need to know, we're not tech background. And we can, like Mackenzie said, lead this company and, of course, there's there's other things we did, you know, like we took some coding classes and we really dived into, okay, to learn that language, we also have to learn, the, you know, the frameworks that they're on. And we had to learn pieces of that language to create a crappy metaphor. It was like they are fluent in this language <laughs> and we were in like... 11th grade Spanish, right? Communicating with them, but hey, we at least tried, you know, we're like yeah. taking the 11th grade Spanish course. Como estas? Yeah, me amo. It's kind of like, chanting. Buenos noches. Yeah, it's like we can communicate a little better <laughs> than that. I promise. I got a couple phrases down. <laughs> oh, hopefully a little <laughs> bit more than that. Yeah, right. No, we do. We, I we took promise. French, actually. Same, actually. I've, so uh, maybe we should have used a French. Como talas-vous aujourd'hui? That's all I got. Oh, hey, je Mackenzie. <laughs>
1: Jamaple
0: Channing. (laughs) God, that kills me. Okay, cool. All that to say, so, you know, you do that, you do that baseline of yourself to go, okay, this is what I can offer. But then when you're looking at that potential person to bring onto your team, there's two things you have to look at. One is, of course, are they capable to produce what they say they can on that resume? Can they actually do it? For us, it was... Can they work on this framework? Are they good in working in sprints? Because that's how, you know, our tech team is, you know, devised. And like, can they actually do what they need to do? But what's even more important than that is the personality, their morals, their values. Does that align? Because something we didn't actually think about the first go around was, oh, you need to spend hours a day with this person. Talking back to our last episode, our the whole point was making sure that everything's moving in the same direction Mm -hmm. and is this viable well if that person that you're about to bring on isn't on the same page with your startup yeah that i mean that doesn't work and we didn't we honestly totally disregarded that on the first couple of like hires and partnership attempts and we got screwed so we're telling you like really think about Who is that person? Do they align with what you're doing? And are they passionate about it? Like, do they believe in it? Are they excited about it? Because there's going to be times when it sucks, when there's a fire that you need to put out and you just have to do it. You're going to be in it together. Absolutely. If you're bringing on a partner. Absolutely. And as a startup too, even if like, I mean, interns, you know, and and it's crazy because it's like, shout out to our intern charlie like (laughs) heck yeah you know it's it's awesome because and honestly i feel like we were even we're we're harsher with our our interviewing you know and how we go about bringing on team players because we've learned the hard way that you know if you don't put that time in to really vet that person it is such a cost to your business totally so if you're doing this
1: alone right now if you don't have anybody on your team or as a partner, that's that's okay. okay. (laughs) You will find the right person. If you need the right person, maybe you are the solo CEO and you're going to run a team of individuals who will work for you, but you are the main sole Proprietor. proprietor in this company. And that's okay. That works for people. We have found that a partnership works for us, mm-hmm. but everybody is a little bit different. Because it is our first time doing this, we so much of it is trial and error. So much of this is figuring it out as we go and being able to rely on one another to say, Hey, today was rough. I had a terrible day. Everything I tried went the opposite of how I thought it was going to go. And so I just need you to know... I'm going to do a better job tomorrow, but hey, like we're in this together. We can rely on one another. We can use each other for support because nobody else really understands what you're going through mm-hmm. in building
0: a business. Totally. And we we started out as friends, and then we built this business together. And a lot of people were like, never work with friends. Yeah. It's the worst. But something I will say is, and and honestly, I say it a lot, but it's not – don't work with friends, work with the right friend. I mean, I love my friends, but there is no one else, honestly, but Mackenzie that I would do a business with. We just, we happen to have, like she was saying, those same values, Mm -hmm. same vision, you know, the workable personalities. We've done a ton of personality tests. We're kind of obsessed with them because we can better understand each other and how each other works. But, you know, it's okay if like, there's someone naturally that you think might be a good fit for this with you, go for it. Yeah. Because even vetting that idea of working with someone else will help you figure out was it a right decision or not. Another reason why
1: our relationship has worked is because we both put Eva Moore, our business, first. We have always known that this business company is the number one priority it's over everything we care about it more than going out on the weekends we'll go home and work we don't care in college that's what helped us get through we both had that same idea of we want to build this career for ourselves because we really see an opportunity that could work Mm -hmm. instead of just having a good time even during college which yeah we totally missed out on some fun things during our college years but
0: I mean, I would say it's a hundred percent worth it. Oh yeah, think about all because we, we expect- get to do what we love right now. It's so worth it. And I mean, something to mention too is it's totally okay if a partnership doesn't work out. Um, yeah, we actually had a third partner when we yeah. um, were at the beginning phases uh, um, in in college, and you know, because it made sense to us. Um, Our third partner was actually an entrepreneurship major and we were in the music world. So we're like, okay, (laughs) someone
1: with business experience, maybe he can
0: help us. Exactly. So we all three did this and it quickly became very apparent that our values were very different from one another. Um, And it's, it's okay. But what I want to have us all take away from that is we were honest with each other. We communicated And he came to us and was like, you know, I don't know if this is what I'm supposed to be doing right now. We were all so good with it because it made sense. And we moved on so quickly. Yep. Because you have to. You can't, like, wallow in any of this. It's like, all right, good, done. All right, let's keep moving forward. And we did. And it's crazy that,
1: you know, a big part of it is communication. Communicating with your partners. Oh, yeah. Because... (laughs) you're still people i mean people need to talk you need to say you need to tell each other where you're at when you're putting yourself out there and building a business so much is on the line as far as my well you know if my if i'm not feeling it if i'm not wanting to come into work every day and channing is relying on me to get things done to deliver on sales to whatever my, you know, whatever it is that week that I'm responsible for doing, if I'm just not doing it, I'm letting her down. I'm letting the entire business down. I'm letting our customers, our artists down. So I need to be open about that. If that's a thing, we need to tell each other because we have agreed that we're in this 100% together. And I owe
0: that to my business partner. I think some of the best conversations we've ever had regarding business, it started tough, you know? Like, we came to each other like, oh, God, this is not (laughs) feeling good. This is rough. But that was so important because it was so hard for us to come to each other to say that. And then the outcome of, like, here's two minds now working on this problem that Mm -hmm. felt so awful inside. Or, okay, if you're solo in this, you need to have, like, a set of mentors that you really rely mm-hmm. on consistently or you know a cup like maybe it is your investor or maybe you know it's just someone completely out of the box, mm-hmm. but there needs to be someone that you're talking to. Yeah, because this shit is hard. And
1: when you care about something so much,
0: the business and the day-to-day work,
1: it becomes your personal life too. So it does start to affect your confidence or your outlook on the day. If business isn't going great, you're not going to have a good day if you care about it as much as we do and oh, yeah. vice versa. You know, when we make 10 sales in one day, we're having a great time <laughs> and we are it's loving ballin'. life. Yes. We're going out for drinks. Yes. Channing and I have really created an interesting company culture for our small <laughs> business And I think that's really important for businesses getting started because if you kind of set that precedent and you know what types of people you want to be working with early on, you're going to hire the right people. You're going to make less bad decisions on who to bring on to your team. You're going to realize how important it is to work with people that you get along with.
0: Never feel too small to have that culture, so to say, because if anything, it's your internal brand. Yes. And one way that I like to break it down and think about it is like, okay, think about a company where you walked in there or you experienced it and you loved the people. That's not an accident. Like today. I was at a restaurant and everyone was so, you know, attention to detail, but was having a conversation with you and it was just such a good vibe. If they had honestly hired some person that wasn't in that vibe, it it wouldn't work. Like they Mm -hmm. had a very specific equation and you could tell. So for us, we've really learned. Mm hmm. That makes a lot of sense to like, even though we're small, because it's going to, like she said, really determine who we hire and who becomes a part of this thing.
1: If you're surrounded by the best of the best people, that they'll bring out the best in you. And if you're surrounded by people that you're comfortable with, that they know your strengths, you know theirs, you respect each other, you will deliver the best. And I think that goes for anyone
0: building a company. With that culture, well, How do we get there? How do we ensure that we're hiring people that have, you know, kind of the similar goals um, and values? And for us, I know we touched on it earlier, but it's really been those personality tests. So, first, you have to start from the core. So, myself, you know, and Mackenzie, like we separately have taken a ton of personality tests to even understand who are we? Mm -hmm. How do we react to things? How do we work? you know what's best for us because if we can only if we can work on those strengths and mitigate those weaknesses man unstoppable yep but then okay well now let's take it a step further and let's do personality tests together yeah what what is what's working what's not how does someone respond to something that's huge we actually, we didn't tell our intern, but we were very keen on doing a bunch of personality tests on him even. It's so important. <laughs> Anyone who enters this business needs, we need to know what's the vibe. So we did a culture index. Um, if you don't know what that is, it's this uh, cool personality test to see how do they react to situations and experiences with other people in their business and so we sent that test to him and what we got back was honestly awesome for us and we're like yeah, oh I was like, okay, right, cool. awesome it was a huge validating factor for us and so we we do that because he helps produce our uh podcast thank you <laughs> <laughs> thanks up, Charlie? You're welcome. yeah he's here <laughs> he's here um <laughs> but it's Did like we get along yeah we get along and as you can see it's like We do it to everyone,
1: you know? Yeah, it's a big deal. So we know we want to build a big business. We want this business to be scalable and we want the people that we work with to feel the exact same way. One of our favorite mentors told us, dress for the job you want, not for the job you have, and we remind ourselves of that every day, that we are not... Just a local company that books entertainment. We are a technology company that is going to make it easier for anyone to find vetted entertainment.
0: And that was so important to us because the coolest thing was he said that about our business cards. He yeah. was like, no, this is not going to be some normal thing. This mm-hmm. needs to look bomb. You need to dress for the job you want. It needs to be elite. It needs to be, you know, just. All these things. And for him to break it down to something so simple as a business card showed us that's what we need to be saying about everything. Yeah. Some of the few personality tests that we have found really helpful is Mackenzie and I together did Enneagram and that showed us, you know, our partnership results. We've done disc profile um, and then, you know, individually Myers-Briggs, you know, there are so many out there. And honestly... I really think all of them will probably bring something, you know, good to the table. So give it a try and start with yourself and just see what even comes back. It's, you know, knowledge is power at the end of the day and know yourself.
1: We have found that two is better than one in this business partnership. For us, we help bring the best out in each other. We can keep each other accountable. We can do what we're good at and then have somebody to pick up the slack and what we're not so good at. That's how our partnership has been very successful.
0: So in these past two episodes, we've talked about validating your business idea and then who who are the right people to bring on board to make this idea happen? Well, now we need to talk about how are you going to fund this thing? In our next episode, we're going to talk all about The pros and cons of raising money and how to do it, but also we're going to talk about what you need to be thinking about in the long run to build your business with the Money